Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Coming up on TMS, NewDuck.com Comcast. Stinky run, cabbage bag. Utah's hottest available singles. The witch, the wardrobe, and the wiener. You'll have no discovery, no Picard, and no Lieutenant Yar! Ground beef and kimchi starter pack. I think Pee Wee Herman just sold me a newspaper subscription. What's a lady bro? Darmok and Jalad at Mount Tumulus. <laughs> Raised in a Norman Rockwell painting. <laughs> My pronouns are thing and useless. Rotten cabbage fart sack. You must construct additional hatchets punching nazis with steven app slapping chris rock and more on this episode of the morning stream you're camping what would be more seductive than to say oh you ravishing beauty come and join me in my fart sack oh that's strong isn't it I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Monday, March 6, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Ibbett. Who are you calling that? This. My pronouns are thing and useless. Useless. You useless thing. Welcome to the show. Um, right. Yeah, we're back, everybody. It's been a it's been a weekend, and uh, you know yeah. we had our fun. We did our things. We got all our weekend shit done. But it's time to get back on this treadmill known as TMS for the week. And you're all here with us to do it with us. So mm-hmm. thanks for being mm-hmm. here. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Kim has been gone less than 24 hours, and most of my life is now ground beef and kimchi. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> Because that's what that's, I got. You know what? That's all right. Did she? Did she just leave you like a giant container of each and, and like uh, say mix these for food? Yeah, like kind of sticky note on top. She didn't actually say to, but I, you know, I go in the fridge. There's a big thing of ground beef, and it's just already already cooked ground beef. Already right? done. Yep. All I got to yeah. do is heat it up in some form. Ooh, that feels like yeah, that'd yeah. be dangerous territory to trust you to to thoroughly cooked ground beef yeah don't put me in charge of that and then uh, next to that is a <laughs> a fresh container of relatively new kimchi and i love kimchi and i love ground beef so what ends up happening nice. is last night i was like well i should eat something 
mm-hmm. uh, if I'm to sustain my existence on this planet, what should I eat? And I thought, well, I could make a big salad. I got like a like the <laughs> core uh, leafy greens in a in a container. I got that if I want. Uh, she left me some some cooked uh, uh, chicken breast uh, that she cut up that I could use on top of this amazing salad concoction that I'm thinking of. But then as the night went on, I was like, you know, I could just heat up that ground beef and put kimchi on it. So that's what I did. <laughs> nice. That's what I ate. You it know, was- nothing wrong with that. That's actually probably better. It, 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 regardless, it's better than ordering out. Oh, so yeah. We'll- hell yeah. For sure. Right. And, I, and I'm my goal is to not order out once while she's gone. I'm going to try to like stay away from all that stuff, partly because, mm-hmm. uh, well, there's a bunch of reasons. The main reason is it's not good for me. I need to be eating yeah. better. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to eat what she's left. I'll make combinations thereof. It'll be mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. This will be, oh, instead, uh, tonight we're going to have kimchi topped with ground beef. Oh, a little bit different. That Plain sounds really good right yeah. now. See, I could do that again. You're going you're gonna to Taco Bell the, kim- <laughs> the kimchi and ground beef, basically. <laughs> I was thinking I might, um, honestly, the kimchi goes on just about anything. So I'm thinking I might, whatever I do today, we'll probably have kimchi on it. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. be a stinky, rotten sure. cabbage bag by the time she gets home. Oh, geez. Yeah. Anyway, while she's off, uh, things are going on here. Things are going on. Uh, I want to play yeah. something that's kind of terrible. Do you want to hear it? You want to hear this? <laughs> With a lead up like that, I there's no way I could say no. Uh, as you know, because I found some ancient files and sent, them, sent one to Brian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hey, I found it because we thought we thought we had lost his shit Retiefter uh, clip." It certainly wouldn't be hard to recover because it was a film sack episode, and yeah, it'd be we, very easy to. We to, could go get it, right? We could dig yeah, it and yeah. find it, but it was so much easier to just sort of have the thing. And uh, I found it; it's right here. Let me play it for you. Shit Retiefter. <laughs> All right, so we have the yep. whole thing. I actually have the whole the the entire. Uh, I found the entire clip of that mm. of your intro. My lead up to basically my was that my uh, that was my tweet or that was my intro I my believe intro to Street Fighter Street okay. Fighter is yeah so we're we're talking like early what was that 2010 we did Street Fighter <laughs> back, back in the day when our intros for Film Sack were like less than a minute long <laughs> like basically it was two yep. two sentences or so yeah they were pretty short then um, 2010 yeah here it is August 20th 2010 we did that. Chit uh, Gratifter. Oh, that, and that's Fletcher's version. And that's Fletcher's version. Anyway, so I was going through all these files and I'm finding old photos and just stuff. I'm cleaning out some old drives just to make sure I got things backed up in the places I want them and, and any missing stuff. And I want to just throw stuff away because it's like you forget about an embedded folder and it's got a hundred cool things in it. And you're like, damn it, I can't believe I deleted that. And I, mm-hmm. you know, most everything's backed up, but it's a giant pain in the ass. I just want to. Yeah, you don't want to have to search for those things. No, no. plus I got a bunch of crap and duplicates and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to clean house. So. And nine times out of ten, when you hook up one of those old like Western Digital My Books to yeah. like get all those old backed up files, I was like, oh, I have to upgrade my the, the firmware on the drive to be able to access this. That's right. So I have to. That's right, and it's annoying. So here's what I did find, though. Tell me, show me. In 2004, I was hired to do voiceover for two local commercials. Okay. I forgot I did these. Now these weren't the uh the rowing commercials that aired during the Olympics or during Super Bowl or something. No, like no, that, that right? was twenty twelve like, and those were those were totally exercised. different. Yeah, those I'm yeah, proud yeah. of. <laughs> these <laughs> Okay. These right, I am great. not proud of. Um but I thought they'd be oh, stupid show fodder, so we're gonna play them. These are thirty second spots that ran on our local radio market here in oh okay. four. This is like prior to 
ELR hadn't even started. Like nothing had started. This was just wow. me doing shit for people. So uh, the first one, they're both Comcast related things because we were doing okay. some deal for Comcast for one of the companies I knew. Anyway, here's the first one. A February spot for a dating, a local dating site that we're also working with Comcast. So anyway, enjoy. LDS Singles, it's time for the first annual Cupid is Putrid Party. This Friday, February 16th at Studio 600. With over a thousand of Utah's hottest available singles. Dance to your favorite music on three packed dance floors featuring top 40, country, and 80s. Enjoy karaoke, pool, or just hang out in the Trinity Lounge. Check out the Comcast and LDS Promise booth and make your own free video profile. That's the Cupid is Putrid Party this Friday, February 16th at Studio 600. Located at 600 South and Main in downtown Salt Lake City. City. Okay. It's okay. All right. Let's. Oh wow. There's even so much echo. Like uh, extra six seconds of echo at the end of the music. <laughs> after. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did somebody feel like Cupid is putrid is enough of a rhyme to make it uh, a slogan? Well, good news is I was not in charge of the copy, so I I hate it also, and I don't understand it. And I never did. <laughs> Like it's a terrible Why not name. Cupid is stupid. Uh, it's exactly. Putrid. putrid and stupid, or sorry, Cupid and putrid don't rhyme. They just don't. No, no, no. They're lame. So there's that. Now I found another one. This is. I don't know if this is better or worse. But uh, anyway, here it is. NewDuck.com and Comcast present NewDuck TV. Coming September 29, 2007 to Comcast Digital oh, on must demand. Have later, Sick that's of why. the same old dating shows, NewDuck TV is different. Shot at some of Utah's best local hotspots, NewDuck TV cuts through the trash and gets right to the fun. Follow couples through all stages of the dating process and see if you can spot the perfect couple. Visit Channel 1, check out On Demand, and watch for NewDuck TV every week. And visit NewDuck.com today. It's free, fun, and full of great singles like you right here on comcast oh look the stinger Ooh. at the end brian wow. did you hear that that's to, that's to cover up the rest of the echo uh, from heaven <laughs> uh it's so embarrassing uh, i hate it wasn't that is it. that uh what was the music in the back that's chemical brothers or something oh is, is it i don't know i i, I hadn't uh let me let me see newduck.com and cool hotspots newduck tv cuts i mean it's very chemical spots. brothers doesn't it it's like it um, is i've either i've heard that from another podcast using it as their intro music or yeah. that's a song that i've heard somebody somebody help me out is anybody yeah yeah somebody would not know. merrick recognizes the baseline uh by like, the way i still can you own... play the first few seconds of that again because i feel like you say calm a bunch of times all in a row new yes. duck new duck com new duck com com dom new duck duck com and comcast i think i said new duck <laughs> new duck duck com and comcast <laughs> <laughs> Duck, you never played DuckDuckCom, Brian? Come on, now it's a fun old game. DuckDuckCom and Comcast. Yeah, that's so stupid. That's embarrassing. I'm not even sure that was a good take even. Uh, By the way, so NewDuck.com, funny story. The the company who was doing that at the time, they were doing this big dating thing, and they were trying to, you know, Comcast was the partner on it and all this. Yeah. And uh, they eventually, the whole thing just crapped out and didn't work out. So they said, well, we're not going to do anything. This do- we're not renewing this domain. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, new- I kind of like that domain. Can you give me newduck.com? And like for totally unrelated, I don't want to do no dating bullshit. I just yeah. like the name newduck.com. And they were like, sure. Okay, sure. And they transferred it to me. And now it goes to a bunch of drawings I did of ducks. 
if you go to newduck.com. <laughs> oh, right. It was like a new duck every week or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I kind of fell off yes. of it for a while a couple of years ago, but uh, but for yeah, I totally remember that. Just putting yes. up ducks every day or every other day. Oh, hilarious! And you know what? Way more appropriate than a name for a dating site. Agreed, dude. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, I sure am lonely. What's a good name? What can I search for online that maybe will help me find the love of my life? I know new duck. Yep. Yep. And if you're at home going, wait, does that still exist? NewDuck.com with all the duck drawings still does. You can still go there. So Sure. Yeah. But you can't get a date. You <laughs> can't get a date unless you want a date with a duck. Yeah. You can't swipe left or right. And by the way, that reminds me, this would have all been just before the swipe and left and right business. Oh, sure. Uh, hit, you know, phones and things. Because this is early, like, at least that second spot would have been early iPhone. So we were about mm-hmm. to change. The whole landscape of online dating was about to get borked. And we were so late to the game and dumb. I worked for dumb people. I really did. <laughs> but I was, you know, they were like, well, who does who does radio things? I'm like, well, I kind of can. Okay, do that. You make yeah. that. Like, they were always trying to do stuff on the cheap. They didn't want to hire an outside yeah. agency. Yeah. They were just like, well, we'll have Scott do it. That was annoying. Anyway, NewDuck.com. I mean, look, we, we, you know, very similar to the, the uh, if I could use your phone, the health and fitness section kind of stuff. It's like, oh, how much are, new, are actual actors that we could use for this thing? Oh, that's all right. Let's just get Brian to do it. <laughs> yep. I feel like yeah. we live parallel weird 90s corporate lives yeah. in a strange yeah. way. Except you do went you, to every what, newspaper what is, in the country, but yeah. Yeah, it's true. What was your worst job? Like, if you had to look back at, like, oh, my God, the worst job I ever did was. Oh, jeez. Worst job I ever had? Yeah. Yeah. Probably Chi-Chi's. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I was in high school. That place, they were, they sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't good people to work for. And they were, I got, I, I didn't get fired, but I got asked to leave because, oh, I told you the story about the girl who stabbed the bear in the middle of the night and put. Catch yes. Yeah, so oh yeah, left it on your uh, doorstep. All that yeah. stuff. She worked yeah. at Chi-Chi's. Yeah. And they asked me to voluntarily quit because she was such a pain. So because she was so like freaking <laughs> out all so the time. Screwed up. That is such so it's messed up. It's completely messed up. And what's weird about it? Here's the weird memory I have of it. I had a boss or my direct boss above me who managed the whole back area there, the kitchen and everything. He had a tooth problem where he had to brush his teeth all the time. I don't know what the thing was, like he didn't have natural enamel or something weird like that, but he had some kind of condition where he had to brush his teeth all the time. And so I never had a conversation with that guy, including him saying, we need you to to quit so that she'll stop being a freak. Yeah. Even that conversation, he's brushing his teeth while he's telling me. He's over Oh, no. (laughs) Just telling me, like, yeah, we need you to leave. She's weird. And I'm like, you're you're all freaking weird, man. Oh, my God. This feels like an office, you know, a character from the TV show The Office, doesn't it? It It really does. It's so, it sucked, dude. Or a Monty Python skit or an SNL skit or something like yeah. Uh, that's Bill. Bill has to constantly brush his teeth or, or they fall out or something. And, my my favorite jobs were always for smaller companies. Sure. Like I liked working – like when I did – I worked for a, a restaurant called uh, Brannigan's, not Bennigan's. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot. They have the golden arches. <laughs> they have the golden arts. <laughs> I never thought of that before. <laughs> Yeah, our favorite sandu- sandwich right now is the Mount Cristo- Crisco. Yeah, the, the Mount, Mount Crisco. The Mount Crisco. Ooh, gross. I don't want the Mount Crisco. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but it uh it was it was a fine place, nice people, locals, like it was a single restaurant, like 
I liked that because mm. it just felt like you were, I don't know, it just felt like a real down-to-earth kind of thing. Whereas yeah. Chi-Chi's was just like, this guy got transferred from Kentucky. He's kind of a dick. Oh, who's the new dude? Oh, and then I watched the guy make a steak and then send it out. Oh, and then they geez. came back and said, oh, it's not done enough. So he put it on the floor, rubbed it around, spit on it once, and then cooked it. And then sent it back out to the guy. And I'm just like, I don't want to be here anymore. And then finally they asked me to leave. So that was good. Oh, anyway. so when they asked you to leave, you did leave. Like, when, Oh, yeah. When I was that, like, this sucks. Why, why am I hanging around here? This is dumb. So I left. Yeah. Kind of would have stood. Well, I mean, if, if I guess if it was a better job, I would have stood my ground and said, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, she can quit if she has a problem with me. She, you know, she's the one who freaked out. Yeah, I, can, I, uh, I remember having the conversation like this seems weird. Um, you know, but I'm also like 16 and don't give a shit. So I was just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> keep brushing yeah. your teeth. I'm out of here. You know, it's weird. Uh, worst job for me. It's kind of a tie between I was a telemarketer for a summer. Oh, I do hate and that telemarketing. Was the absolute worst. <laughs> like basically had this list of phone numbers. You just went down. I um, when my boss wasn't standing over my shoulder and they constantly you know walk around and stand over everybody's shoulder to make sure they're really pushing. Uh, you know, oh, by by five days of the newspaper, get the sixth day free or some garbage like that. Yeah. Um, I would call in different voices, and so <laughs> as as one would expect, you know, you'd get like, "That's great." Hey, could I interest you in subscribing to the Denver Post? <laughs> I what? like that. But you get two days free. <laughs> <laughs> you do it in Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I do it in any voice I could come up with. That's great. Um, second, they were tied for worst job with that one was um. I was a sandwich board for a take and bake pizza place. So one mm. of these early on, like before there was a Papa Murphy's, they had uh, um, this take and bake place. One yeah. of the first places that I know knew that had that sort of thing. So cheap, right? I mean, just basically, you don't even need an oven. Mm-hmm. You just need a, a the tiniest little office space, and you can do it. It's a brilliant take idea if you if you really if is. you're early enough, I guess. Yeah. So I had to walk up and down Sheridan Boulevard, which you Colorado folks know that Sheridan Boulevard is a very, very busy street. And I did that whole stretch along um, uh, along uh, Sloan's Lake. So back and forth, up and down the street with the sandwich board for, for like six hours. And uh, what was great is that I could listen to my Walkman. I listened to the entire Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy radio show, the entire Star Wars radio show, all that the worst part of it was that people driving by like to roll down their window and throw things to try and hit the sandwich board. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they'll hit it, you. It's I basically assume. like a big target. It's yeah. just basically, it's an, it, I could have painted a target on there and it wouldn't have been any more inviting than it already was. Sure. Yeah, you don't want yeah. you don't want that. Were you good at like the spinning it and all the ju- juber jiving? No, 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 this wasn't a holding. This wasn't like a uh, check out this realty thing. No, this is a sandwich board where basically I'm the meat of the sandwich. There's a a sheet of plywood oh. in front of me with the thing on it. There's a sheet of plywood on uh, on the back of me with with stuff on it, and I just walk up and down the street. You're like one of the old cartoon, the world is, the end is nigh yeah. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, one of those guys. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All yeah. right. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. I wanted to see, do you have photos of this? Do you have any old... Uh... No. No? No, <laughs> no I don't, it, it would have been a bummer. Uh, I mean, it's a bummer. I don't have any. It would be great to like be able to show, yeah, here was yeah. me for a summer. This uh, really sucked. Yeah, like Gene from Bob, Bob's Burgers. That's the... 
Oh, the, right. Uh, right. Yeah, Except it wasn't a big cool burger. It was like just a board, right? No, it was just a, a boring sign that said, such and such, take and bake pizza. We make it. You bake it. Burr, 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 burr. If I was if I was driving by and saw you and I was a teenager, yeah, I would also, I would throw yeah. something at the sign. Yeah. I would totally mm-hmm. because teenagers are stupid and that's what we do. And what do and what do people usually have handy in their cars that they're willing to throw? Yeah. Pennies. Pennies. Oh yeah. Pennies. Zing. Yep. And they do the if you do it right, you can really fire those things out, man. Oh yeah. You yeah. can cause well, trouble. I mean, the, the moving car kind of already helps with a lot of velocity. <laughs> you don't actually need a whole lot extra. <clears throat> um also it sounds like you've been having some uh well, some crypto fun. Tell me about your crypto life. Oh, yeah. So um, prior to the, the Turo rental, mm-hmm. uh, I did some lifting. And one of my lift rides was uh, picking up some people who were in town for a crypto conference. There was this crypto conference that went for over over a week. I think it was like a, you know, every day is the same thing. You just come anytime during the, the nine days that it was going on. Right. And... Um, so I uh, picked up some people who were going to dinner and then going back to their hotel. So I was taking them to dinner from the crypto conference. Picked them up, and they've still got their name badges and stuff. Uh, young couple. Uh, uh, and and I, they get in the car, and he, the guy says, oh, yeah, there's something I want to show you. And she's like, oh, okay. And so he starts playing a video in the back. It's, all I hear is music of the video. And he's going, see, that's you right there. And that's me. And that's him. And that's you. And then that's me. Oh, and that's you again. And I'm like, what are, what are they What are they watching? I'm going to uh this. And then she says something like, oh, my God, I'm such a funny hamster. And I'm like, oh, you guys watching the Kia Soul commercial from 10 years ago? <laughs> With it, the hamsters, like the hamsters driving and jamming out to oh, some music. Oh, yeah. Wait, did like, you ask them that? I did. I said, is that are you guys watching the Kia Soul commercial? That's like, great. Um, uh, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very timely. Jeez. Yes, they think that I'm completely, you know, like oblivious to what's going on back there. So Hilarious. Anyway. I love that. So, uh, yeah, I dropped them off. And I don't think I got a tip, but whatever. I don't care. I was like. <laughs> yeah. Send you some Ethereum or something. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like. You know, whatever. It's fine. You can say, "Oh my God, is this? Is there? Did you get a free hamster when you got this?" Ha ha ha! I'd be like, "Yeah, that actually is pretty funny." But to say, "That's me. That's you. That's him. That's you again." And it's like, "All right, come on." (laughs) I like how original. Uh, Hope your hope your uh, money, your investment doesn't tank again. It's a real bummer that uh, you get always you get such great passengers. You get someone who's a sex worker and has an interesting story to tell. You get some guy who's uh, rich dude, or no, the the adventure hiker guy that a few or months ago, whatever that yes. guy's name oh, was. Oh yeah, he was so cool. Yeah, stuff like that, uh, and then and then you yeah. get these chuckleheads, crypto bro. Well, crypto bro and crypto. What's what's the bro equivalent of? Uh, yeah, what is a bro for? What's a lady bro? What's a lady? Maybe crypto lady bro is pretty good. Crypto lady bro. I actually kind of like oh, saying lady that. Bro. That sounds yeah. like fun to say, doesn't it? I like <laughs> that. Actually, is she a bra? Crypto yeah, bra. She a bra? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. We based it on the bra. The bra. Uh, all right. <laughs> well done, everyone. That's a hilarious story. I love that. Um, all right. Hey, everyone. What if we What if we push this? What 
would happen then? We'd play uh, Babel Royale slash the Morning Half Asses edition, and Brian Dunaway would be joining us. Hi, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hello, Brian. What are you doing? How are you guys doing on this fine Monday with moderate temperature and clean weather? How's it going? I wish that was true. I don't have that. We had snow overnight again, and I don't want to go deal with it. So, Uh, We're getting your snow later this week. We're supposed to get it uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, cleared out by Friday, 50s for the weekend again. We've we've been having weekends that are like 50, 60 degrees. It is crazy. Mm. Totally crazy. I'm in shorts right now. I can't believe it. It's like weather changes. It is weird, right? Uh, What is that all about? You see that uh, any of the video from up in Tahoe? Man, what a freaking nightmare. It's like just blizzard all day up there. Like people can't get out or in. It's real bad. Anyway, uh, if you're in Tahoe, uh, good luck. And also, you have too much money. Hey, Brian, let's weather, get to the... Weather uh, the, on the 40s here on TMS. Hey, that's right. You need traffic? Well, go to a different channel. All right. Hey, Brian, uh, did, will you explain how this game works so that me and Dunaway oh, know what the hell we're doing? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the morning, half-asses. A trivia game where I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm going to give them a category of six possible answers. You're welcome. Three of which are correct and three that are bogus. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any wrong, you get zero points for that round. If you guess one, you get it right, you get a point. Two gets you three points. Three gets you five. I'm going to add up all those points at the end of the game. And after three rounds, winner wins a prize for their contestant. Who are these contestants, you might ask? Well, I've pulled a couple members of the Tadpool that aren't here to be able to listen live. Scott, you're playing for Jason Grant in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Ooh, Hoffman Estates. Illinois. Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Whoa, that's fancy. Hello. Yeah, I fancy. live in Hoffman Estates. Uh, you uh, get off the highway, you actually go through a gated entrance before you're able to uh, enter Hoffman Estates. Yeah, you'll just tell Philip you know me, he'll let you through. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you're playing for Tim Mower in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. All That's right. Great an alternative to uh, Hoffman Estates. That's great. Look so away. it's the riches versus the, riches versus the norms. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's right. do it. The 2% versus the 98% mm-hmm. and the 4% <laughs> of the 8%. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get to your questions here. You guys are both logged in and uh, let us begin. Question number one. Former names of Mumbai. So the uh, the, the city of Mumbai, Mumbai. yes, yeah. uh, had a bunch of former names, at least three of them. I want you to identify from these six, which are three uh, old names. Uh, you got Bangalore, Bombay, Guli, Mumba, Boabaya, Bo- no, Boa, yeah, Boabaya, and Bumba. Oh, I thought that was an L. I'm not totally a Bumba doubt. It looked like Boa Bala to me. Well, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, that eye threw me. Um, let's see. Really? Bangalore, are... Bombay, Guli, Mumba, Boabaya, Bumba. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you a Sim? Say it you again. Like a, it's just like Sims 4 DLC I'm getting right here. I know it feels like. <laughs> wow. Bumba? Mumba. Guli, Galuli, Guli. Guli, Galuli, Guli. Bombay. There's really three of these? Oh, three Bombay. of these? Three of these are real. Yeah. Bangalore, Bombay. Three of these answers are doing their own thing. I'm going to just guess two of these. I have freaking okay. no you both, idea. You both settled in on two. Neither of you settled on the same two. Interestingly oh. enough. Yeah, you're, uh, you've are you picked between well, the two. Well, the rich keep getting richer. Four of the six answers. So at least one of you is getting wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, Brian, you went with Bangalore and Bombay. Scott, you went with Boabaya and Bumba. 
Uh, Bombay, I think, is the easiest one on the list. Bombay yeah. was um, an uh, Englishiza- Englishization. What is it? Oh, was it? I thought it was, a, yeah. I thought it was just a whole different place. Nah, damn it. Nope. Uh, the answers are... Oh, Bombay, I was worried about that. Boabaya and Mumba. Mumba. I wasn't sure about uh, Mumba. My, yeah. I love my Mumba. It goes around and vacuums while I'm not worrying about it. I wasn't Mumba. sure about Bangalore. But <laughs> yeah, that, that is a whole different place, and I think that's <laughs> that's still its name is Bangalore. Boabaya. That, uh, so what happened to the Boabaya uh, people? Or, why did that change? They I don't know, because I like Boabaya. Yeah, Boabaya. I like that one. Boabaya. It's fun to say. Sounds like tea. <laughs> All right, well... I'm sure you guys will do much better with the second question. Oh. I certainly did. All right. um, people who played one of the title character's parents on Friends. You've got Brenda Vaccaro, Ned Beatty, Marlo Thomas, Albert Brooks, Tyne Daly, and Elliot Gould. Okay. Three of these people played a parent of a friend. I know one of these 100% of the Yeah, treatment. 100% and then... And then For I'm some lost. reason, I feel like one of them was right, but I think it's a different <laughs> you show. You did kind of both settle in on the one you both knew 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one I remember. Yeah. Uh, trying to remember. Uh, I'm afraid to click to. anything else. I know. Oh, the fear, the fear. Um. Can't gonna, you know what? It's, it's a game. I'm just going for two and seeing how I do. Okay. All right. Uh, you both locked in. Yeah, Elliot Gould <laughs> is the obvious, right? Elliot Gould was Ross yeah, and Rachel's, or sorry, yeah. Ross and Monica's yeah. uh, father. Yeah. Um, Marlo Thomas was uh, Rachel's mom. Shit. Okay. That girl, and uh, Brenda Vaccaro Shit. was Joey's mother, oh. and uh, so sadly, no Tyne Daly. Uh, no, no time. Ty- I don't no know why. Time like the present. No time. Yeah, no time like the present. <laughs> I. Uh, that's unfortunate because for whatever reason she's. I, I've put her face in the show and now I can't undo yeah. it. So it's my fault. And All it, right. It's funny because uh, Albert Brooks feels like he could. be. I know that's the reason why I kept clicking. I was like Albert Brooks. No, no. Yeah. I don't remember him being in there, yeah. but he's definitely seemed like he'd be in it. He feels mm, like he'd be no. somebody's dad. Yeah. I just. Watched, I really uh, thought it was Tyne Daly as well, Scott. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. Brian clicked on it and then sure. unclicked it and then locked in. So it was really close. I should have just chosen the one. Well, congratulations, Brian. You got a point. That's the important. You got a part. point. Yeah. Going into this last one, who knows? I if risk you're nothing. Just like uh, poor people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor people. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, last question is beatrix potter characters now beatrix potter oh. probably most famous for uh for uh peter rabbit oh yeah. what are some of her other characters are they jemima puddle duck mr jeremy fisher <laughs> mrs beaver <laughs> benjamin bunny mr are tumnus gonna get me in trouble mountain tumnus the tum- like it completely auto-corrected Mr. Tumnus into Mount Tumulus the Fun. Oh, perfect. Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> Mr. Tumulus. I think you guys kind of know that one. And yeah. Puddle Glum. All right. What's your the, Mount Tumulus. The only one I'm unsure. I'm not sure about of. any of them. <sighs> Shit. Some of these Jemima Puddle Duck. Come on now. Yeah, doesn't that sound right? <laughs> it doesn't sound right at all. It sounds wrong. Yeah. Damn it. All right, two. I'm doing two again. Oh, two. Jesus. All right. Can Scott I just do none? And hope he messes up. All can right. you just skip? <laughs> I don't think you can. I think you have to pick. I don't know. Can you lock in? Is your lock button available? No, it's not no, available. you got to yeah. put one in right, I'm going to take, yeah. take the least amount of... That, that way, at least I'll least tie chance. Scott if I get it right. Yeah. There you go. That's a good good opportunity. Yeah. All right. Um, 
Well, uh, Mr. Tumnus, or Mount Tumulus, is from Narnia, Scott. <laughs> oh, uh, shit! He's the goat, dude! The shit! Yeah. You know who else is from uh, from <laughs> Narnia? Mrs. Oh, Beaver. Damn it! Oh, Glum. <laughs> I have You're mixed these up else. so hard. Oh, my gosh. Dunaway, with your two yes. points, you bastard. Jemima <laughs> Puddleduck, Benjamin Bunny, and Mr. Jeremy Fisher, for some reason. I love that one. Yeah. That's yeah. really... Uh, I'm Mr. Jeremy Fisher for, like, a bait, but I was... Oh, Almost sure about Benjamin Bunny, but it kind of frightened me. I, you know, at first thought I'm like Jeremy Fisher. Wasn't that, uh, you know, Locke's alter ego on Lost at one point when he goes back to uh, when he makes it back to (laughs) Mr. Fisher? But he's that's Jeremy Bentham. I don't know who Jeremy Fisher is, but uh, something about that name is very familiar to me. It does feel really familiar. That's why I thought it was a joke. I'm like, that's a joke. Yeah, Yeah. no, 1906 uh, story called The Tale of Mr. Jeremy Fisher. That's Jemima amazing. was popular around the turn of the century, I thought. So I, I yeah, 1908 was the tale of Jemima Puddleduck. Right. Um, oh, she did a lot of the tale, because like, her first thing was the tale of Peter Rabbit, 1901. Yeah. The tale of Squirrel Nutkin. The tale of Benjamin Bunny. Squirrel the tale Nutkin. Of Mrs. Piggy Winkle. <laughs> yeah. uh, Can a squirrel get a Nutkin? <laughs> fierce, fierce Bad Rabbit. Miss Moppet. Uh, these are some great names. The yeah, tale of great. Samuel Whiskers or the Roly Poly Pudding. 1908. Yeah. All right. I put mean, a little Jemima in there. Just, yeah. yeah. You thought, uh, <laughs> Ooh, <what laughs> comes up with some horrible yeah. names. I do like Mount Tumulus. I'm going to go there one day. Mount, Mount yeah. Tumulus. Yeah. Sounds like a great visit. Um, I'm going to uh, say, I will say that I was really hardcore into Lord of the Rings at this point in my life where I should have been reading books like this. Yeah. So everyone mm-hmm. in the chat who cannot believe I got Mr. Tumnus in the wrong book, I did not like the rich, the wardrobe, and the wiener, or whatever it was called. I yeah. didn't like it. Mm. I wasn't a fan. Sam, I am. Yeah. I wasn't either. I had the first book, and I'm like, oh, this is. I'm never reading this. I again. know that. I know it's really special and important to a lot of people. I'm not besmirching them. I'm just saying I was in a different headspace then, and just reading different things. But it's, anyway, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. so there it is. Uh, yeah. Congratulations going to our winner, who is uh, Tim Moore in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Tim, you're yes. going to get a copy of XCOM Chimera Squad and Ooh. Lethal League Blade. Okay, both oh. are great, especially Chimera Squad. A lot of people uh, maybe miss that, thinking, oh, it's just an offshoot of XCOM. I don't need that. It's actually mm-hmm. rad. Nice. Really good. Uh, but don't worry, uh, Jason Grand, you're not going away empty-handed. You're getting Greek Memories of Azure. Another and cool game. That's a good one. That's a good Yeah, that's a fun point-and-click deal. Yeah, we talked about that one. That's really good. Uh, nice. I think they're both winners. So in in that uh, vein, whoops, wrong one. Congratulations, you're a winner. You're both winners, really. Uh, but Yay. mostly, mostly Dunaway is the winner. He uh, he clearly Ooh. ran away with it today, and I and I appreciate his prowess. Therefore, I will podcast with him tomorrow night, uh, and we will cover <laughs> Mist M Y S T. Everybody, we're oh, doing the Mist. Cool. Yep. Yeah, going deep. So break out your CD ROMs. We're about to play some point and click. Uh, to, you know missed yeah when uh robin and Rand miller so when they put out that book like they actually put out the first novelization associated yeah. with the game i went to um the tattered cover for a reading of it and then got to sit, you know like there were eight of us right because it was like this Did one of the brothers court. read it or was it just yeah. like yeah, oh no, was, that is was, nice uh, i don't i couldn't tell you which one but oh, they, they look the, the same the they do look well one of them's the kind of they're like Abin Costello. like one of them is a little bit bigger right. than the other one right and sure. one of them played the dad in those 
those books, those um, linking books in the game. Right. The other one played the one of the sons. Oh, right. One, uh, there's one more. The they, didn't they, do, the they did FMV as if he was behind a door, like a little tiny window, but it was full motion yeah. video of him in there, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that stuff was weird. Yeah. And that's what used to confuse me back in the day, because I always thought this was, when, back in the day, before I learned about it, I was like, oh, it's a dad and son thing. I didn't realize it was a brother-brother thing until later, like, two or three or something yeah well it was you find out it's the like the third book is the dad yeah and then you've got the two brothers bring only the red page to the pages that's right Uh, that's cool i I loved i loved that game and i even picked it up on uh good old um, games no picked it up for the oculus (gasps) yes i hear that's a good one i hear it's a good version it's a cool way to play that game it's it's almost like what they ultimately envisioned right i feel like those guys are just ahead of their time we didn't have the tech then but pre-rendered 3d graphics in uh in a vr world which is rendered 3d but the way you move is kind of like the teleportation people usually use yeah in uh, vr right in vr games where you click in the spot and it moves you after that yeah um yeah, the uh, um, God, <laughs> that old game, Hypercard Stacks, right? Wasn't yeah. the first iteration of it a Supercard or something? Something like that, oh, yeah. I can't wait to listen to you guys on uh, Play Retro. Yeah, that'll be tomorrow night, 3.30 Mountain Time if you want to watch us live, or you can catch the podcast whenever you want after that. That'll be tomorrow. Hey, Dunaway, you did great. Uh, that oh, rhymed with Faye Dunaway. Kiss our butts, and we'll see you. All right, bye now. Okay, that's the end of Dunaway for now. And what made us ask, so, question, once you got through the game, did you feel so cool that you could beat it in like five minutes because you knew what you had to do? Uh, yes, until a few, like last year when I got the VR version and I forgot everything. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, don't I have to light a match in the tree to make it go up? And yeah. then, oh wait, how do I get back down? And- it's like starting over. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I highly recommend also the remake they made that was full first person 3D move around in the world stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's recent, like the last, I don't know, 10 years or less. I think it came out around the same time as the VR version. Yeah. 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 It's, you just, it's like cool. use your ASDF or ASDW keys to move around. Yeah. You just, you just do it like you're playing a shooter, but it, it has, yeah. it has everything that that game had but you're moving in full 3d like it, it feels like the ultimate realization of what they what they probably thought the future was going to be totally yeah. oh man those games are great anyway and riven what a sequel so good riven was good and i never played was it uru was the third uru or uh uh oh, crap something like that and then they had a fourth like they had something just recently that i um that i think i kickstarted i have somewhere which is uh like a it was a open world but not the not the um not the multiplayer right. thing they had no like it's, that a, it's abduction. a that's abduction that's a TV yeah fantasy. that's a that's a great yeah. game i played that as well very good yeah, yeah. yeah if you've if no one's ever tried that you you want to play kind of a modern version with those guys making it that's it mm-hmm. uh let's do a couple of news stories we got a yeah. couple of them here let's do this it's time for the news and it's brought to you by Hey, y'all, if you're into webcomics, my better half has launched her series, NPC, a comic about a game. But more importantly, it's about friendship, love, and petting cows. The first three episodes are live on both Webtoons and Global Comics. If you'd like to read it, check it out on Webtoons at bit.ly slash NPC webcomic. It's easy to remember. Mm -hmm. Or Global Comics at bit.ly 
NPC Global. So NPC webcomic or NPC Global if you want to check it out. I like the art a lot. That's great. And this is not Tina. This is uh, a listener uh, yes. <laughs> who, who, who posted this and share your stuff. And we, I don't know his name, but... Uh, yeah, I don't uh, have his name handy out, either. Check out her comics. Yeah, it's really good. I'm looking at the art now. I'm impressed. Um, I haven't been on this site in a while. Oh, I've done some stuff. Well, anyway, that's pretty rad. I like the yeah. game. I like the the gamer take on it. Oh, uh, sure. All right, moving on to probably our only story today. Chick Fil A. You're familiar with the chicken and the whatnot over there. Familiar with the Chick Fil A. They the, got the uh, sauce, you know, and the uh, the whatnot. They got the homophobia. Yeah, the homophobia. Uh, <laughs> the homophobic founder, we should say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he's doing now. He's probably just. He's still donating money to LGTB. Oh shock therapy campaigns or something he's a poop that guy's a poop yeah reformatting uh reprogramming uh efforts well they have a new rule uh for out of control behavior in any of their restaurants right. oh no okay they're, they're right. cracking down they're cracking down yeah Good. pennsylvania right. chick-fil-a that's sure. where the american vampires live is pennsylvania uh, Chick-fil-A has laid down the law after disruptive behavior from a young customer or from young customers reached a breaking point to dine in our restaurant, says the statement. Anyone under the age of 16 is required to be accompanied by an adult. That's going to be rough. Really? Yeah. Oh, but if you're on. Un- okay, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, the year is 1985. Brian okay. and I were one of us. I just turned 16. Brian is almost 16. Yeah, if I yeah. take you in there because I'm 16, mm. are, am I the adult I'm accompanying, you're accompanying with as a 15-year-old? Neither of us are adults. So they're counting that as... Not, so you 18 could, is an adult. Right. So what they're saying is, if you're 16, you're fine. But if a couple of your friends are 15, go get an adult. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So like a 17-year-old taking... I Now I see what you're see saying. See what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's yeah, just, okay, gotcha, It just yeah. seems like a weird number but yeah may as well just say 18 i, I don't know it's right weird. exactly everybody under every non-adult must be accompanied by an adult in, in, in any case this is it's jank. stupid says if yeah. uh, not accompanied by an adult they may come to come in to purchase food but must take it to go <laughs> uh they said we contemplated stay. by the way enjoy our uh enjoy our playground built into the front of the restaurant that's right says we contemplated long and hard before posting this but decided it was time my guess is uh they had some they must have had some rough stuff in there like well yeah. you wouldn't do this unless there was a problem so exactly they must be like you know close to a a school kids come out of the school go there hang out mm-hmm. you know nurse a uh, a free water for about 2 hours while <laughs> yeah <laughs> yelling and throwing, doing spit wads at the other uh yeah, they they yeah. claim it included things like volume. They're too loud, and their conversation often contains a lot of explicit language. We are a family-friendly restaurant where this is not tolerated, says the post. They go on to say mistreatment of property. Food and trash are often thrown around and left on tables, chairs, and on the floor. Uh, tables and restrooms are vandalized, and decorations are stolen. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a problem. I don't know. Like, I, if I'm running the local franchise and I got a bunch of shithead kids that have nothing better yeah. to do than wreck my restaurant, yeah, I'm probably having some new rules. I'm feeling like you could probably just, you know, go up to those kids and say, sorry, you need to leave. You're not welcome here. We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. You must leave. And then you see some well-behaved 16-year-old kid come in. They're fine. Actually, I agree with this. Brian's right. Yeah. 
Uh, they may have. They, you know, they'll probably learn this the, the long and hard way, but they'll they'll learn it. They'll, yeah. they'll go back they'll, to something they'll like that. They'll learn it. Yeah, they done learned it. But yeah, teenagers, we were all we were dicks. Everyone's a dick when they're yeah. a teenager. That's yeah. what you do. It's part of growing up. I'm sorry to say, like there are good kids who go through their entire teens, uh, just just as happy with their, their hands in their lap and keeping their keeping themselves to themselves and not causing any trouble. But then they turn thirty and become uh, horrible um, uh, serial killers. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. not true. Yeah, I'm sure they're yeah. funny. Yeah, you're right. Like Carter was never super rebellious, and she's a nice kid. No. So I don't it know. all depends on your upbringing and how how well you respect authority and stuff like that. Sure. I never really had trouble with any of the three, although. Of course for, you didn't. For Nick, it was uh, you for Nick, raised them in a Norman Rockwell painting. <laughs> Nick was. Uh, uh, I mean, look, this community, you, all my friends and co-hosts and all that, are partially yeah. responsible for how well my kids turned out because they grew up during the thick of all of this, and yeah. they were exposed to like, you know, we weren't the parents that didn't understand shit. We knew we knew it all before they did, so they couldn't come sure. in the house and go, Dad, can I have a snapchat account and me go well, i don't know what that is that sounds like the devil's handiwork or whatever <laughs> i knew what snapchat was and i knew yeah. what it meant and i knew all these things before they did and we were like video game cool and you know like they had they had very few reasons to rebel in this house and a lot sure. of it is sure. connected to the the greater frog pants landscape which i'm ever grateful for but my point is for nick it was grades are terrible why are your grades so bad Freaking turn some homework in, you lazy bum. That was Nick. <laughs> For Taylor, it was, oh, Taylor, she's not mad at you. She likes you just fine. She was always worried about all her stupid. She was always in friend drama all the time. That was yeah. her thing. But she yeah. was a good kid, but she had a lot of friend drama. Carter, none of either of these things. Grades were great. Super chill. Never rebelled. Uh, was just as happy sitting around watching cartoons with me as she was with a, a gaggle of friends. Uh, even today, they went sewing and watched anime the other night. Like, what a bunch of nerds. Yeah, no kidding. The best it's, nerds. It's though. the best nerds, yeah. You're right. The best nerds. Speaking of the best nerds, uh, we're going to take a break yeah. and come back with a great nerd. His name is Steven Schleicher. He comes and joins us on Mondays. That'll all yeah. come up right after this break from Brian Ibbett. What do you have there, Brian? Yeah, um, Harlem-based uh, Caleb Holly is an American soul singer, songwriter, originally hailing from Minneapolis. Um this isn't right though. This is this is in the email that goes with this song, but this is totally oh, not the right thing. What the Hold heck? on a second. Give me a second. I'm All right. Do this the backwards way. All right. We're going the reverse order. Uh, there we go. Okay. Um, you know, it's funny. <laughs> they the song, or I'm sorry, the band that that this was uh, credited with is touring with that last guy that I mentioned. So that's why it came up. Oh, got not, it. It's definitely not soul. Mm. Uh, Lanterns on the Lake is the name of the band. They've got a brand new album called Versions of Us. Comes out uh, June 2nd via Bella Union. This is the first single from said album. It is called The Likes of Us. Here's the band Lanterns on the Lake. Lately I've been on the cusp of it Seeing signs in the intricate and all those cynics and nihilists Couldn't stop me from feeling this Just do what you have to do Me, oh, don't worry, no, I'll be fine Take all you're needing to 
you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. We won't be working out by ourselves today. I've invited some top jazzercise instructors to join us. Colleen from Omaha, Natasha from Denver, Mark from Toledo, Claudia from Austin, and Linda from Chicago. The Morning Stream. Don't impose your values on me, Sam. And we've returned. Hey, uh, I had this little notepad here with a pen. I'd like to write down the name of that uh, band again. Why don't you do these, th- these things the first time I mention them? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, the band is called Lanterns on the Lake. The brand new album is called Versions of Us. That's the first single. It's called Likes of Us. The Likes of Us. Nice. Seems like a... Oh. The likes of us. Fine use of your time, everybody. Go out there and grab it. Yeah, yeah, do that. Uh, okay. Major spoilers is uh, at the plate. He's going to swing hard and to the left. And as soon as we get him in, oh, there he is, right there. Here we go. Uh, play this. Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> I feel like we had a couple of Mondays in a row where Stephen was sick, and then we had uh, no show because I had that dental thing. I feel like we haven't right. seen Stephen in a thousand years. Stephen, do you miss like us as much as while, yeah. as much as we miss you? I know. If if I knew that you guys didn't like me, I would think that you were trying to quietly tell me to leave. <laughs> yeah, it would just ghost you over time, like, oh, these Mondays. <laughs> you know, I'm going to cancel entire episodes just so Stephen doesn't come on. No, I love this segment, so I'm really glad we're back to it, and um, we get a chance to, to hang out. Um, it's been a lot uh, of let stuff. Me, real quick, yeah. let me let me let me uh, heap mounds of praise on Carter Johnson. Do it. Uh, she's been doing a lot of the uh, original art that we give away to our patrons. Oh, right. Over on yeah. our Patreon page, and this month she has done an awesome Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur piece. Mm. Mm-hmm. I sent I it sent is, a preview to Brian just so he could see what she was it up is to. So good, it's so yeah. good. And if people aren't watching the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur series on Disney, it is great. Oh, and yeah. So, Carter just nails this, and and we do this as digital releases as opposed to mail them to you. So they're framed for various uh, screensaver formats or for your um, little wallpaper, uh, wallpapers or your phone wallpaper or your little icon. If you want to change your icon for the month, either have yeah. Moon Girl or Devil Dinosaur. Just great art yeah. that, that she does. So she, talented. She does killer stuff for you. Every time she does one of your monthlies, I get all excited. Oh, there's, Brian's got a, like an actual plush. Very nice. I've got the actual Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur from Lawrence Fishburne from when uh, I was at D23 spreading uh, COVID around to oh. the entire convention last fall oh that's right yeah you're <laughs> the great brian covid spread of 2022 that's i remember right. that Exa- of 2022 yeah, exactly. yeah patient zero uh sure that's great yeah no this is uh Ooh. she's yeah. a good kid i found so while i was going through all those files i found the very first drawing she's ever done and i don't know where i put it now but it's this ancient drawing that is like she hates it but i'm like you have to keep things like this because one day you're going to want to look back and go wow look how far i've come right so mm-hmm. I'm making her keep all her old art. She hates that I'm making her do that, but she has to. It's just a, it's just my job to make her. 
Uh, all right. Well, Stephen, it's good to have you here. We're going to get to a couple of things. Yeah. Um, the Penguin moving forward. That's a movie. That's coming out. That's got your uh, uh, your Colin Farrell TV as the Penguin. Series. Se- sorry, TV series. I meant that's what I meant. Uh, and they've cast uh, Mr. Krabs himself, <laughs> Clancy Brown. Uh, I love him. So, what do we know about yeah. his role, and what do we know about the series right now? So we don't know a whole lot about the series itself, except it's going to follow the Penguin, Cobblepot, played by Colin Farrell, who will reprise his role in the HBO series. They've cast a bunch of other uh, actors as well, but the one that's just been announced, as you said, is Clancy Brown. He will be playing uh, boss uh, crime lord Sal uh, Maroney, who is a competitor to um, the Carmine Falcone uh, mob mm-hmm. and Salvatore Maroni is known for one thing, uh, main one thing, and that is disfiguring Harvey Dent. Oh, oh, in the comics, uh, in the comics. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, it just says he's he's going to be here in multiple episodes over the season. I don't know if this is going to lead to a Harvey Dent uh, type, uh, you know, issue or installment. But you know, the Batman did kind of bring up some of that stuff or lead up to some of that stuff for this uh, series to continue. So is is, um, is Matt Reeves involved in the series producing or I doing anything? I can't remember if Matt Reeves, uh, how involved he is. I want to say he's one of the uh, executive producers of the show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm excited about this. This might be, depending on how good it looks, might be the reason to get me to go back to HBO Max. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the way uh, the potential of a mob, like Gotham's mob stuff is so deep it's great it's like some of my favorite mm-hmm. stuff they ever explore and then how that deals with it. it's like it's less about batman and more about just like mob issues and i like mob tv anyway i really liked him and his cobble pot is, is freaking great he's unrecognizable oh, uh, yeah in that makeup and stuff so i'm all for this i'm stoked and i like clancy brown a lot he can do no wrong that dude Oh, he's great in everything he does. Yeah, he's good when he, he, he cut off uh, cut off Sean Connery's head in the uh, Highlander. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. great in uh, Buckaroo Bonsai too. Better yeah. burn out than fade away. That's right. Yeah, and he was a he was kind of a weird mixed bag in uh, Shawshank, and as far as like good, when is he good and when is he bad kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I then uh, my favorite thing maybe ever was uh, his turn on Lost is one of my favorite things. Loved it. It was yes. short, short-lived, but Mr. Amazing. Friendly. No, what was his name? Because he was he was in the bunker with Desmond, and uh, yeah. yeah. The, so that one season, the open with Desmond playing records and doing stuff, we couldn't tell what was going on. He was with him then, I think, mm-hmm. and he yeah. was great in that. He was great, and yeah. he's good as Mr. Krabs. There, I said it. No, he's great as Mr. Krabs. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I just, I if just. Anybody ever gets this chance to watch? Um, uh, what's the series Carnival on HBO? I don't know if they still have it oh. up on on HBO yeah. Max. Who he knows? plays this evil preacher dude and is great at it. Yeah, he's awesome. Love him. Love him and everything. Him, you know mm. what I want a movie? I want a movie with him and Peter Stormara, or how do you say his name? <laughs> uh, get those two together. They're two of my favorite. Like, when they show up, I tune in. Character actors, yeah. Yeah, I sure. just go, oh, well, I, I'm automatic. I want to see, see Clancy Brown and Ron Perlman. Uh, oh, that'd together. be cool. Oh, there you go. Jeez. They probably have, right? Like, it seems like something that's happened. Ron Perlman. I have no idea, but I would I would want to see that. Clancy Brown. Let's just see. Let's just because this is a match made in heaven. Like were they both in Pacific Rim or something? No. Ron Perlman was. I don't know if Clancy Brown was. Oh. Well anyway. Oh, there's a lot of Clancy Brown versus Ron Perlman threads on Reddit. Who would win? That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh 
Um, all right. Well, and, who, let's, and who would win? Does it say? It doesn't say. Know. It seems like a lot of opinions, but there's no consensus, unfortunately. Yeah. I will tell you what there is consensus on, and that is that uh, Paramount has decided that they're going to end uh, the Star Trek Discovery with season five. And they well, also well push out with a five year mission, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, fine no, with it. There you go. Yeah, perfect. I'm fine with that. I think that's the perfect amount of time. I know that it's a controversial show for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it has a it has a couple of my favorite Trek things ever in it, which always surprises people. But Mike. for me, the character of Saru is yeah. one of the greatest characters in Star Trek history. I love the character of Saru, not just because I like Doug Jones mm-hmm. or his big lanky mm-hmm. weird makeup and all that. I, he's mm-hmm. very good at those roles, obviously. But Saru is like top tier for me. Um, yeah. There are there are huge problems with the series. There always have been. It's a little up its own butt. It's a little too every, much drama. Every season is the not just the world ending, the universe ending that they have to stop. Exactly. <laughs> but it, yeah. but it also brought us the new Pike, and it got him over there doing his own show. Like there's a lot to say. Good, and also the effects have always been like top tier, like really great mm-hmm. movie level stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's probably time. It's fine. And, and on your, you know, there, it, it's not like this is getting canceled unceremoniously. They're saying, look, our last season's season five. Oh yeah. But it means they're pushing their premiere. That's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. And so got, they, and they've got an opportunity though, to say, Hey, we can finally write an ending. So good. Right. So right. Surprise. Right. 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 They've got most of season five already filmed and they said that it will debut in early 2024. So that could be February, March of 2024 would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, man. I'm 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 digging it. Uh, no word on other uh, any other Star Trek stuff other than I guess Lower Decks is is got a new se- uh, season coming. Uh, Strange New Worlds new season is being filmed now or in post. I think it's yeah, it's really weird because it's like at one point, and this was probably like a year ago. I heard a lot of people saying, "Man, there's just too much Star Trek on right now." <laughs> Just too much Star Trek. Have they looked and at Star Wars? We hear My gosh. Discovery's ending. Uh, Picard is ending. Uh, who knows what else will be ending soon, but it just feels like Paramount was like, well, if the fans say there's too much Star Trek, let's take it away from them. And show well, them. in, in yeah. Picard's defense, they always said it was three. They never, they, they, they were never going to do more than that. Um, so that was the plan for me from the beginning. They said it outright. But like in the case of Discovery, I don't know what the plan was. The longest any series has ever gone is seven years. That was TNG, DS9, and uh, Voyager all went seven. Uh, Enterprise went four. And this this at five feels fine. This is good. Five is a good number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, yeah. TOS only went three. Mm-hmm. And that third season was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's a thing that's coming. I'll watch this. We've watched it all. I may as well finish it. And um, yeah, Saru, get your own spinoff. That's what I want next. Get him out. The doing Saru his own show. Yeah. yeah, do Captain Saru or something. He's like the he's the epitome of what I love about Star Trek. It's like he's strong yet vulnerable. He comes from a race of creatures where their entire race has been held back forever and he figured out a way to break through. He's got wharf qualities in that way. He's like mm-hmm. he's not the typical whatever the name of their race is. Uh like wharf isn't the typical Klingon. Like there's just something there. Just love it. Anyway, Let's move on. That's happening. Uh, Star Trek's, uh, or sorry, the next thing is Marvel. Marvel's launching 20th Century Studios imprint. Tell me more. 
Yeah. So ever since Disney bought 20th uh, Century Fox or 21st Century or whatever they're calling it, uh, they've acquired a lot of those properties to turn into comic books. We've already had a, a several Alien series and a couple of Predator series. In fact, there's a new Predator series that launches to, uh, this week, Wednesday, from Marvel Comics. But in April, they're going to take that, those two properties, Planet of the Apes, and I'm going to guess maybe one or two more 20th century titles that they want to make comic books out of, and they're going to put them under their own own imprint. So you won't see the Marvel Comics Presents. It'll be 20th century comics, and then you've got Alien Predator, and at this point, Planet of the Apes, that will have its its own thing. Does this so give there's them, no brand confusion. Does this give them more leeway in terms of content? Uh, being able to just be a little more gritty because Marvel I, proper. I think, they, yeah. I think so. I think so. Uh, th- and that's probably a good thing. Marvel has over the years, mm, I, I don't want this to sound bad. It's going to, it's going to sound bad, but I think Marvel gets very excited about getting a hold of a property yeah. and then they do it for a while. And they're like, yeah, this really isn't for us. And yeah. and that happened big time with the uh, Disney uh, cartoon you. stuff that they had years ago. Mm-hmm. They did like four or five issues of each of their series. And they're like, nah, this isn't for us. And so they're like, if anybody else wants to do it, they can. So IDW did it. Uh, Boom studios has done it. And so, all the properties that got taken away from Boom and Dark Horse and all this other stuff is slowly starting to go back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dynamite right now has Gargoyles and Darkwing Duck, which is fantastic. Um, and so I feel like instead of saying, well, let's let other comic book publishers license the IP from us, why don't we just create this own this other imprint and let them do what they want to do? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm I'm just I'm actually stoked about this. I think this I is think the Planet of the Apes. The Planet of the Apes one arrives in April. I think a lot of people are going to be very excited about that. I think I'm I'm totally into it. And I want all this. Well, I guess we don't have word whether this shows up on their app or not. The Marvel Unlimited. Oh, thing. I have no idea. That would be cool. I'm sure know? it will. Because my well, favorite, mm. my favorite DC stuff these days is their black label stuff. And mm-hmm. that's all there as well. And I, I really yeah. hope we see that out of Marvel. I, I want to, yeah. you know, fingers crossed everybody, but. They've been so like, I don't know, with a very couple of exceptions, very few exceptions. Marvel's been way too, how do I put this? Just restrained. Uh, well, and when you think about who they, who's their owner, yeah. there's probably a good reason to that. Yeah, I think that's the main reason. But And I get it too. Like, keep Marvel proper the way it is. Like, I want Spider-Man to be somewhat of a, of a wholesome superhero cape and cowl kind of experience. I want those those things to be what they are, but mm-hmm. let in, there's just so much creative content that sometimes requires a slightly higher PG rating that I think is possible in comics. And and I just don't feel like Marvel's done much of that since the acquisition. Meanwhile, DC dark horse and everybody else on um, or uh, Oni press and especially uh, image, they just run away with it. That's all they mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. Give Marvel a chance to get back to what was that thing called? They, Marvel Knights or whatever it was. Epic. Well, they had Epic, right? Wasn't that a Marvel? Yeah, that was for a little bit. Yeah, and that was their kind of uh, racier, yeah, more grittier. Uh, and then they did have the Marvel Knights stuff in the Marvel Knights, yeah, um, early two thousands. I want to say, yeah. And then they got bought, and then they got they got clean. They got clean. Yeah. They've been clean for years now. Uh, whatever. I'm not decrying cleanness. It's great. Marvel, you got it. Good job. I just want a little bit of, you know, I want to give your, give your readers the variety, right? Let them, let them, you know, yeah, give me Punisher. We'll take you guys head off or we want to just see uh, exactly uh, Scott and Jean Grey kiss, you know, <laughs> let them give us the, give us the choices. I want, I want Punisher the way he's meant to be. 
Sure. I want Deadpool the way he's meant to be. I mean, just that kind of stuff, right? Or Blade. Give me Blade, but don't be holding back. Like, go nuts. He's a vampire that slices heads off of other vampires. It's great. Or or you can go check out the adventures of his daughter. Uh, what is it called? Blade Bloodlines. Blade Jr. Out oh. on Wednesday. Yeah. And it follows uh, Blade's daughter. Wow. And what is, what's her name? Do we know her Bladelet. name? Bladelet. Bladelet. Uh, uh, I, I, I just put up the sneak peek for tomorrow. I forgot what her <laughs> name is, but... <laughs> She is also a daywalker. Yeah. Oh, butter really? knife, butter knife, butter knife. Because not because it's a, the the duller, not trained blade. She's not quite yeah, there exactly. yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read butter knife, no problem. Bring it on. <laughs> uh, all right, this is all good. Always uh, fun stuff going on in uh, culture, and especially around comics and stuff. And if you want to follow Majorspoilers.com, you should be if you aren't already. Plus, all the great shows and all that stuff. Stephen, anything that happening this week you would like listeners this- to know about? This week, I, I'm telling you, if people want a fantastic adventure set in the early days of World War II, where some spies are punching Nazis in the face and fighting Cthulian monsters, then you definitely want to check out our brand new season of Critical Hit, where two episodes in, episode three drops on Wednesday, or I'm sorry, Saturday, and people can uh, can get in on all the action, and it's a lot of fun. I'm really, really excited about it, and I hope that we can get uh, several hundred thousand listeners to start listening to this, because I, I I'm very, very excited about it. Oh, this. good. I'm excited Critical about it. Critical Hit well. is the name of the show. You can find it on all the podcast players, specifically this one. Uh, on the listing, you will see it listed as PAN because I'm not putting Nazis in a title on anything that's going to get me banned. Yeah. But uh, know in your hearts that PAN means punch all Nazis. Punch all Nazis. Uh, <laughs> how about Blade Lass? Can that be her name? Blade Lass. I was thinking She Blade. Oh, She Blade's not bad. Or Blade Shiv. Shiv. Oh, Shiv. I like Shiv a lot. Shiv's awesome, actually. That's a good Oh, Dice Station Zebra did already say She Blade. All right. I didn't see that. I swear to God, I didn't see that. Uh, Dice she Blade. I, uh, Shiv is legit, though. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. She's a little, her name is, a little uh, darker. Shiv. Yeah. Yeah. Her name is, uh, is it Braille? B R I E L L E. Braille. Is that the name of the, like, will the comic be called Braille if she was in her own? No, it's, it's uh, Bloodline Daughter of Blade. Oh. Because we don't want to confuse blind people. They're just like, no, no, no. You know, Braille. I was I was told this was Braille. Braille. No, 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 not that yeah. kind of Braille. Anyway, <laughs> Stephen, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, have a fantastic week. And uh, everybody look for him. He's major spoilers everywhere. We'll see stay you hydrated, everyone. Oh, yeah, stay hydrated. Bye now. Yay. I've got a water right here. Big, tall one. Bye. And I refilled it. There. Okay, Claire? Hey, Claire, this was a water bottle that I got and then used, drank everything, and then I refilled it. With tap water, well, f- water from the fridge, the purified stuff. But it's not. I'm just. I just want to make sure she knows. I'm not like. Oh, that she's not. That doesn't think that you're buying new plastic bottles to litter the world with plastic bottles. You got to be careful with her. She's like yeah. a Wolverine. She'll te- tear you to pieces if you don't. I know. But don't worry, Claire. As soon as he finishes that water, he's going to go outside and kill a cow. Damn, promise. Damn I straight. Promise. Damn straight. I'm already. I already got a bowl of killed cow. I'm going to put kimchi oh, on that's later. That's true. Killed cow and cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Looking forward to that. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, BioCal. <laughs> where is this? Oh, here, here is this. Okay, we're now going to play this because this is what we're doing. Oh, you know this. You know this stuff right here. I Listen do. This. Uh, one of the most slapping things ever made. App Slappy. Oh, man. It's my favorite thing Eric ever, ever did. Uh, We're going to do App Slappy. What is that you say? Well, Stephanie Petz, leave the room because we're about to talk about apps. She's already gone. Oh, she's out of here? Yeah, she's out. Uh, We're going to talk about apps, and I'm going to start with an app 
that is this is a little bit of a cheat, but I've been playing a ton of it lately because it, they also released it on Steam. The only complaint I have about it is that there's no cross save between the Steam version and the mobile oh. versions. Oh, bummer. I would love that if you could log in and yeah. just share saves. That would be really cool. Um, and maybe they're working on it. I don't know. I don't know. But the game is called Card Crawl Adventure. I may have been, even talked about it on the show before. It's entirely possible I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, I'll get a little video up. I know for, uh, I know. we've talked about it. It may not have been for App Slappy, but you and I have both talked about how great this game is. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we've, we're fans of the original Card Crawl, uh, mm-hmm. Brian and I. We also played, um, what was that Thief one? Um Card Thief. Card Thief. Amazing yeah. follow-up to this. Well, this <laughs> Wasn't there a Thief game with cards? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, this is a, another in the line of the Card Crawl games, the second, I guess, in fact, and it's been years since the first one. Uh, this one is a combination, I would say, of the original Card Crawl and of the new game, uh, or sorry, of, of uh, Card Thief. It's very much a marrying of those two game styles. And it does so really deftly. It's an amazing, really great time when it was on mobile, perfect mobile game, great tablet game, like just a just a fun game. So when it came out on Steam, I was like, all right, freaking, I love this so much. I just want to play it all day. And uh, so I thought, well, now why not just recommend it in, in general here one more time? Um, it is available on iOS and Android. And uh, the Steam version is excellent, I'm happy to report. Also runs cool. extremely well on the uh, on Mac. I have not tried it on Steam Deck because in that case, it's not controller. It doesn't use a controller. You'd have to use like the little thumb. Touch. Thing. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it does full touch the way your phone does. So if you're going to gotcha. do it portably, I would recommend phone. If yeah. you're going to do it on yeah. computer, obviously Steam's the place to do it. And it's cheap. It's like four bucks. Now, Herein lies my only complaint. It's four bucks on Steam, but on mobile it's free. And then there's unlockable crap uh, that you can pay for. I would much rather they just sold it for four bucks on mobile. I don't know why anyone, mm-hmm. no one does that anymore and it bugs me. I'm sure there's market reasons why they don't do it anymore, but I wish they would. The game's pretty simple. Um, you bring up a grid of cards, nine of them, um, in these different taverns that you go to. And the cards range from everything from like weapon cards to defense cards to health regeneration cards, and then uh, lots of enemies. And your goal is to kind of trace a path from card to card and take out as many enemies as possible while not losing too much of your own life and also gaining loot or whatever items you, you, you're trying to capture on the, on the grid. And if you kill uh, these, these enemies, they disappear, they go away. If you don't, they get reshuffled into your deck and you do three shuffles worth of gameplay uh, throughout the entire, uh, entirety of the game. And it is one of the best little loops I've found in years. Um, you unlock all kinds of like runes and bonuses and stuff. I mean, in the end, of, at the end of the day, it's kind of a, you know, it's a roguelike in terms mm-hmm. of game type. But um, it's it's done in such a way that I think a lot of people find this fresh and new. You have an inventory where you can keep items that you've unlocked, and those add all sorts of bonuses to what you're trying to do and pull off. Um, I love the art style. This developer's never led me astray. I like everything he's ever done. I think it's just yeah. one dude too. I think he's a dude. Seems like it, you know. Yeah. It just it just one guy who's got this aesthetic, and yeah, love and, it. Yeah, and they've all been good. Like, never made a bad game, as best I can tell. So, mm-hmm. uh, check it out. Available now on uh, all the platforms. Uh, in, well, everything but consoles, I guess. But if you want it on PC, it's now available. It's excellent there. And if you prefer the mobile versions, they were already good. 
and uh, that one's free. So go search for it and find it today. Very cool. All right, Brian, what'd you bring? My game is called Farmside. Oh! So, uh, you know, I'm a fan of these uh, little build your little little world, your little community, your little town, your little yeah. uh, life, uh, grow things, sell things, eat things, and make things, etc. Also um, a fan of those things. I love that stuff. Yeah, and this is this is one that you and I both discovered independently and would have probably both used for this if, uh, <laughs> yeah. if we hadn't figured out that we were both playing it. Yeah. Um, this is a brand new one. It's on Apple Arcade. I don't think it's, on, it's anywhere else. It's done by a group called The Label. And the only place I've been able to find it is uh, Apple Arcade, but maybe they'll come out with a an Android version or, or something Well, else. it depends on their deal. Like So at Apple Arcade, yeah. the rule is nobody else on mobile gets it for a certain amount of time, gotcha. and I think it's a okay. year or something. So mm-hmm. they'll have exclusivity for mobile for a year, and then if this ends up anywhere else... They'll either have to wait for that or they'll do a PC thing or something. Who knows? Gotcha. Uh, well, and it's it's worth it. If you've got, uh, like, I think this thing is gorgeous on iPad. It might be a little small on the iPhone, but I just found out they've got, you can also play on an Apple TV, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, uh, feels like a good a good iteration as well. Um, this uh, So basically, yeah, you're building, you're basically building a farm. And this is kind of your farm, typical Farmville kind of stuff. Um, but you've got... Uh, uh, a much more what feels like a much more um, uh, leveled uh, campaign through all this stuff. I don't know why it Farmville never felt like it was this thought out or this planned. Well, plus Farmville was always like, "Hey, you, if you want to hurry this up, we can, you can give me a buck." Well, you know? yeah, the, the the buying crystals, the microtransactions. This has no microtransactions, thank goodness. Yep. It's specifically for Apple Arcade, where you don't have to do any of that stuff. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's it's a really really well well laid out, well put together game, and I gotta say, I've I've basically completed it as far as I can with the exception of leveling up to level 35 i'm level 31 and i've completed all the quests so i'm just waiting for an update or an expansion or something but uh uh so you've unlocked all the land masses and stuff you i've unlocked all, all the land the the you know the closed off lands i can make just about everything there's there's a coffee thing that i can't grind coffee yet because there's a a table i can't use to grind coffee but i think you get that Maybe with the next expansion or something. Hmm. But uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's good to know. They got some some future yeah. plans. Yeah, probably. And, and uh, Weasel one says game makes me want to play Stardew Valley, which I think this is probably closer to Stardew Valley than Farmville. It is. It in the yeah, especially in one sense, you actually kind of. It's not exactly the same, but you but you do have relationships that you deal with. Like it's not dating or whatever. You don't marry any right. of these people, but you're trying to improve your reputation with individual people the like people this come and give you tasks yeah and, stuff like and like that. this guy yeah, that drives the truck for you you get yeah. points with him you get points with a lady that's all concerned with chickens and whatever shit she does and um, the weird random yeah. people that come to your town that want a specific kind of food yeah that is uh, weird. those are those guys are weird it's like some dude with fishnet stockings and a uh, and a uh, suit blazer and, yep. really... and his name's like Chad and he wants like <laughs> he wants like I'd a like waffle. I'd like a black forest cake, please. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's all those recipes. I haven't done much with the whole unlocking all the recipes that you get at the barn with the star points or whatever. Yeah, I only get the ones that I'm required to get because it it you know uh, advances me through the uh, right uh, through the the game. But yeah, it's uh, a it's a so just I, I'm, I'm concur with I concur with Brian. It's a very good one of these without all that shit we associate with them. It doesn't have yeah. any microtransactions, zero ads, which is yeah. you know an Apple. Or it's an Apple Arcade thing, which means they require that. Um, and it, it to be able to play that without all that other shit, it reminds you that there's something to this game type that is kind of wonderful, mm-hmm. but we've ruined it over years, or at least we've yes. ruined the, ad, the attitude around them. And this is this is really fun that way. I, I like it. It is. Yeah, it's really well done. And even the like the things that oh you can you can wait the fifteen minutes for your clover to grow, or you can use a speed up, which will make it happen instantly. Uh, you get those speed ups constantly from from giving Chad you know Black Forest cake or any of the other people who who visit your town, uh, giving them the, the meals they request. So it's a very very quick. Um, uh, you know, it's very easy to earn those power ups that you can use to speed up your food creation if you need to. Sure, sure. Yeah, this is a good yeah. game. Uh, if you have Apple Arcade, no brainer. If you don't, yeah. you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> gonna have to wait. Yeah, it'll probably show up in other places. Though these often do. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm eventually. Sure Hopefully, like- we get an expansion soon because uh, I've basically said, okay, completed it. Back to Marvel Snap. <laughs> yep. If you want Brian out of Marvel Snap again, you better get your ass in gear, uh, guy. Exactly. Who, guys who made this game. All right. Uh, uh, well done. Uh, called, yeah. So those two games again are Card Crawl Adventure. And Farmside. Farmside. Don't ever say we didn't tell you what we watched or looked at. Shit out of luck. Shit out of luck. All right, let's get it to the the, the, <laughs> the end of the show here. Um, I want to remind everybody. Um, okay, only watch the new Chris Rock hour long comedy special on Netflix. Only watch it if you're dying to hear his. Whatever his take is on the on the Will Smith business, that is the only reason I would recommend it. And if you don't, I think I would avoid it mm-hmm. because, man, Brian, I thought I okay. Let me back this up. I thought Chris <laughs> Rock was was gonna just let it slide, not slide, yeah. but just like yeah. make a couple references, ha ha. Like he was making some jokes about something with a rapper. I think it was Jay Z or something. On the oh, special, sure, yeah, and in right. the middle of he goes, "Look, I don't, I don't need any more rappers mad at me." And everyone laughed because they get the reference. Will Smith punched you, and they get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he would just kind of let that ride, and that would be the joke, and he would talk about other stuff. The yeah. whole back end of his stand up, this new special on Netflix—not the whole back end, but the last, let's say, 15, 10, 10 minutes or something—is mm-hmm. nothing but him going off. Hardcore really? on Will Smith really? and Jada Pinkett oh, Smith, okay. like like not no hatchets buried. This yeah. instead was here's my hatchet, but also I'm gonna dig up four more hatchets, and then I'm gonna take those hatchets, <laughs> throw all of those at you, and then go find additional hatchets after that. That's how Where, it is. But, please build more hatchets. Yeah. <laughs> Construct more hatchets. <laughs> the net effect for me was, I don't care where anyone stands on this. I don't even really have a strong stance either way about what happened yeah. at the Oscars. But I I, I, I ended up, it kind of ruined the stand-up for me. Really? Because That's it felt bummer. really mean and petty. And I actually kind of, Could someone I, th- who I think likes- he makes a good point. He's just so, he's just so, like millionaire men who are mad at each other. 
yeah it comes off just so petty and dumb i can't do it could could someone who's a fan of his of his stand-up watch it right up until the stuff that's off stage yes and say cool done yes and, and if not, you like chris rock burst or anything. yeah if you like chris rock you already know what you're in for it's going to be a little raunchy it's going to yeah. be yeah. super sweary and all that and you're going to get social commentary and some stuff that he's good at and you're going to get to that point and you're going to think oh okay i just watched a chris rock concert but then you're going to get to that last bit where it comes up and you can actually see how visibly angry he is. Wow. And I'm not used to seeing that. Like yeah. comedy is for getting up and letting it loose and everything's, you know, we're, we're going to punch up and, you know, that's just the fun of comedy that helps us deal with, with hard stuff in a funny way. This wasn't that at the end. It was, it was, I won't say it's mean spirited because, because I think he's, I think he actually had a point. But if, mm-hmm. but it kind of ruined the point of having a comedy special. Mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of. Yeah, make it out. a separate thing, right? You separate, a separate little interview or something. Yeah. So there's my my hot take for everybody. Uh, Dean has a quick question. Uh, he's talking about Bowser. Mm-hmm. He says, "Hey guys, just wanted to, uh, to let you know that there is no game that I can think of where you jump on Bowser's head three times to defeat him. <laughs> Please correct me if I'm mistaken. Love the show, Dean." I don't think that's true. I think there are many times where I thought so too. Yeah, I know that I know that you know when one of them you're basically pulling the bridge out from under him so that he falls in the lava, but there's uh is it um where's the what's the game that where you battle all of the the Bowser children like Wendy oh. Okupa and uh Super uh, World I think Super Mario World might be World or or Super Mario Mario 3. Yeah. Um but you, yeah, in each of those, you have to stump on each of their heads three times. Yeah. And, and then I think you do the same for for Bowser at the end, don't you? Or I, I'm Bowser? pretty sure you do. And I think that's true in Mario 64. I think it's true in the uh, the 3DS game that I loved so much. Mm-hmm. I can't find this. Oh, this is just music. I was trying to find the actual fight. Um. Yeah, it's going to be... Too, oh, here it is. Super Mario 64 Final Bowser fight. Okay, there he lands. Let me just see what happens here. Yeah, you do a lot of other shit. So if what he means is just bonk, 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 he's dead. No, I agree. You don't do that. But ultimately, you got to do... It's the law of threes is the is the trick here. So even if it's not right. jump on his head three times, it's swing and throw him into a bomb three times. Or it's mm-hmm. do another thing. And it's always like the third time you, you got him. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there's that. Controversy yeah. will continue until we figure it out. Ourselves. <laughs> uh, Somebody, yeah, Mario sixty four. You throw you throw Bowser at bombs. Is yeah. it bombs at Bowser? Bomb. You throw Bowser at bombs. You grab him by the tail and you oh, swing really right. hard. Right, that's right. Yeah, but you have to do a Super bunch of Mario dancing World, around. You throw things at Bowser. You got to avoid all his poo before that, but then you throw him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is my memory. <laughs> it's right. been a while since I've played Mario sixty four, but what a game. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you for that, Dean. And uh, we'll look deeper into it. If you guys have a thought, question, or comment, you can uh, text us like Dean did at 801-471-0462. You can also mm-hmm. call and leave voicemails there. Or if you'd rather, email us, themorningstream at gmail.com. I would like to welcome some brand new patrons to the show. Hey. Holly. Do. Listen, to this, these are great names. Holly Cuppy. Oh, we know Holly Cuppy. We do. Yeah. Josh McCurry. We also know that person. So. Barlow Ryan, never heard of him, but he sounds great. Mm-hmm. Ender Panda, <laughs> that's cool. I feel gonna hear a request later this week from Ender Panda. Oh, nice. All right. Well, then, thank you for the for the sub, and also Amir 
Berakatorgtoglu. Wow. <laughs> Just let that sit there. Emery Birectoroglu. Birectoroglu. Yeah, I think you're Birect- as close as we're going to get. Your, yours yeah. is better than mine. Um, Birectoroglu, yeah. Mm. Anyway, Amir, thank you uh, for joining the show. We, we mean it. And you're all going to benefit now from never hearing a commercial or an ad. You're never going to have uh, to deal with that. Pre-show content every day. You're going to get couch parties and play dates on weekends. You're going to get art in the mail. You're going to get other online benefits that you can only get by being a patron. So join up today, won't you? Patreon.com slash TMS. And I'm also doing more contests over there for just free stuff that no one else gets but you guys. So watch for it. All right, Brian. I think that's it unless you've got anything else. Do you have anything else? I got nothing else. Nothing. Good. A new soundography going up today, but I couldn't tell you what it's going to be. Could I? Can I tell you? What is it going to be? What's it going to be? Oh, um... Oh, shoot. I don't know which order we did these in. I think it's going to be Vince Clark. So uh, Depeche Mode, Yaz, and Erasure, the three bands that Vince Clark was uh, part of. Um, oh. We're going to be talking about all three of those. I didn't know. Okay, now hold on. This is blowing my mind because yeah. back, back when we were young, yeah, there was an awful lot of times where you would hear Yaz yeah. or you would hear Erasure and you would get them confused. Yes, Very because, similar sound. Uh, because um, Andy Bell's voice sounded a lot like, um, oh, what was her name? And her Yaz. Name. The Yaz lady. Shoot. Yes. Yasmin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cut. You know, if you ask me this without the pressure, come up with it instantly. Coming up with it now. Yeah, I can't think of it either. But Alice I guess, Moye, thank you, Bobby. There you go. Yeah. So hearing those yeah. two, obviously their voices are very familiar, but I didn't know there was like mm-hmm. also production similar you know yeah he <laughs> there's if you listen to that first depeche mode album speak and spell yeah. uh, vince clark is is all over that album with the arrangement and writing it feels like if you just replace so that was the album that had just can't get enough on it right by depeche mode with the happiest you've ever heard depeche mode um there are other songs on that that sound just like Yaz and their early uh, erasure things that sound just like yes. I mean, it dovetails so beautifully from one band to the other that uh, you can't tell where one begins and the other ends, except for the vocalist being different. Yeah, it's so weird, but that's good yeah. though. Like, it's just consistent, it is. you know. It's, it's very fine. good. Yeah. All right, watch for that soundography yeah. coming up. That'll be soundography.com probably some at some point today. Excellent. Now take us out with a song choice of your own choosing. Yes, uh, yes, Zoe. We do mean yes, and that was Allison Moyer. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you heard that disagrees with the sentence you just typed in. Yeah, we said anyway, yes. Didn't we say yes? We totally said yes. Yeah, we said, we said yes. Depeche Mode, yes, and Erasure, yeah. Yazoo in the UK, yes in the in the states. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Now I'm learning a new thing. Yeah. Yazoo, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yazoo is uh, the UK version of Yaz, or the UK name of Yaz. Oh, maybe you've told States me this before. Because there already was a Yaz. Yeah. I think you maybe told me this, around. and I've forgotten, but it's... That's... They had to be Yazoo outside of the US, Yaz in the US, because there already was a Yaz or something. And Abba was uh, Stabba over there. <laughs> that's right, yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Saint Abba. Saint yeah. Abba, yeah. Too. Always do the yeah. Saint Abba if you, if you can't help it. You anyway. don't see the period, it's Stabba. <laughs> hey, uh, Leah wrote in and said, it's my birthday, hooray! This actually was for last week, uh, March 2nd. 
Oh. Uh, last year was a big bummer of a birthday, so I'm hoping for better this year. Uh, last year, Spotify told me that I listened to a lot of John Williams and Witcher soundtracks, mainly the games, not the TV show. So any cover of any of that will do. Thanks. Heart emoji, Leah. Oh, I love it. That's great. You sound like me. That's the kind of stuff I listen to on uh, my streaming. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good background music. Good uh, getting stuff done music. Sure. Um, this, is, this probably straddles more of the TV show than the video game. I can't remember if the song was in the video game as well, but I know it was in the TV show. Uh, it is Throw a Coin to Your Witcher. Oh, nice. Uh, covered by <laughs> the great band First to Eleven. We love these guys. These guys are so good. Uh, 2020, they released their sixth volume of cover songs. This was included in there. Here is First to Eleven and Throw a Coin to Your Witcher. We'll see you guys tomorrow. When a humble bar graced to ride along With Gerald of Rivia Along came this song A silver-tongued devil His army of elves At his who's did they Revel They came after me With masterful deceit Broke down my loot And they kicked in my teeth While the devil's horns Minced our tender meat And so cried the witcher
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Take your hands off me right now. Okay. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.